0: Welcome to Conversations with Leaders, where we talk with cloud leaders from commercial enterprises to the public sector, hearing their perspectives on innovation at scale when it comes to people, culture, and organization. Elena, uh, I wanna welcome you to uh, another episode of Conversations with Leaders. Yeah, thanks. Just just to get things started, um, maybe can you tell us a little bit about uh, Zendesk and your your role as CFO there.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so Zendesk is a uh, software uh, platform. Uh, and one thing we like to say about the company is uh, we built the best customer experiences on our platform. Uh, so it sounds like you know jargon, uh, but we believe that Uh, If we can provide customers with sort of a holistic view of their uh, own customers, that would help them have richer conversations. Um, We operate in over 160 countries, have over 150,000 customers. And I think one of the things we're most proud of is a lot of our products are uh, easy to implement, out of the box. And so... Um, you know, the company was founded in this idea that we could democratize access to software to anyone, whether it's a two-person bicycle shop or a big airline. So uh, we still kind of stand behind those principles, which we're super
0: proud of. Sounds like great technology for your customers. You know, one thing I've observed in talking to CFO customers like yourself yep. is that over time, the role of CFO has definitely changed. Absolutely. I'm curious to you share your perspective on what you're seeing from your vantage point.
1: Absolutely. I, I would say, you know, the way I think about it, and as I talk to my peers uh, who are CFOs, and I'm sure you see it too, uh, there's this idea of what does a modern CFO look like? And, and the reality is there's so much change happening all around us and so much technology and disruption. Um, but even with that, I think one of the things that's happening is the expectation of a CFO is very different. You have to really be thinking about, let me tell you what's happening, but let me also tell you what's going to happen. Let me right. let me help you look around corners. Um, let me help you put those headlights out further. Uh, and then I would take it a step further, um, especially in technology, right? There's such amazing growth and disruption happening. So there isn't a CEO today uh, that isn't thinking about growing and growing right. faster. Right. And so as a, a modern CFO, part of your job is, how do you help make those choices to help enable the company grow faster? And so that's what I get excited about. It's super fun. Um, I would say I love doing that more than I love spending time with my tax guy. Uh, <laughs> I do spend time with him, but I try to limit that and really focus more on sort of growing the company.
0: Fantastic. You know, with all this change in technology, the CFO has to be increasingly nimble right? absolutely. Yeah. so and that often extends from culture of a company. So how does Zendesk's culture enable you to be the CFO you need to be?
1: Yeah, you know it's really interesting because when we founded the company and I wasn't a founder, but the the roots of the company were let's be nimble, agile, and flexible and really serve many types of companies. And so when you do that, uh, you have to build technology that way, you have to think that way, um, and you have to always be willing to be um, uh, sort of risk-taking and bold in that. And so, um, you know, one of the things I tell my team is, what we don't want to be is the old CFO shop, right? We wanna be that modern CFO shop that is nimble and agile, just like our customers expect us to be and viewing our internal customers, that's how we want to be as well. Um, And so there's just in our DNA in everything we do. Um, And it's always about, will this work and sustain over time? No, but maybe we can evolve it over time because we know it's going to change. Absolutely. And so, not getting super married to one thing is really important. And also, being willing to understand that you may make a decision today, you may have a plan, if you will, today, mm-hmm. uh, but that could change tomorrow. Um, and so, having the ability to make choices that gives you that flexibility is really mm-hmm. important.
0: That reference to knowledge kind of makes me think about data, and you know, CFOs in a super unique position. To to create a single source of truth. Yeah. To leverage data, you know, not just for controllership, but for telemetry, decision making, looking around corners. So, how does your team harness the power of data to help the business?
1: Yeah, it's huge. So um, there's a couple of things that we've done. So one is making sure as a company, we have a single data warehouse, if you will, uh, that all the stakeholders around the company leverage and everyone leverages in a different way. Um, So that's number one. Number two, um, I'm a little stickler where I I really want to focus everyone on making sure if some data is going into the executive team that has any kind of financial implications, it's got to come through my office in some way, not my office, but my team, let's say. Um, But that's Important, but I think the most important thing we've done is make sure we have common definitions. Mm-hmm. That eliminates a lot of the noise and calories spent on, well, you said this was this number and I right. said it was this number. It's like, well, how are you defining that? And, you know, so all that noise that happens, you've got to try to minimize that as much as possible. You're never going to minimize all of it because there's just so many stakeholders. Yeah. Uh, but if you can really be disciplined around def- def- defining what you're talking about, Um, that helps a ton and then having some governance around that and making sure that governance is reflective of the company so you could have a team of people looking at those definitions but if it's only finance people that's not as helpful but if it's a finance person a product person a salesperson etc that's a very different um, context for that decision right
0: it's an element of data governance changing yours a bit yeah you know I um again grateful uh, to have you as an AWS customer, can you tell us a bit about how Zendesk leverages AWS sure. to serve its customers?
1: Absolutely. So. Um- years ago, right around two two and a half years ago, uh, we were in a situation where we had a co-data center um, kind of model. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that point, we realized, well, A, it's not our core competency, uh, but B, we needed to have uh, flexibility and agility as we continue to innovate and we understand the importance of fast to market, innovating quickly, but also our customers expect us to be all over the world. As I mentioned earlier, we have you know over 160 countries we do business in. And as you know, customers' expectations around data locality and all that is super important. Yeah. Um, but more importantly is our ability to have that flexibility um, and for me, um, one way to manage that cost structure is to have that flexibility to kind of pair up and down as we see fit. And so that idea of a consumption-based model uh, sort of made sense, but also uh, there's another benefit which is a lot of developers obviously in the in the AWS community. And we felt like getting closer to that and learning from that would, would bode well as we become a platform company. And that's kind of where we're at today.
0: The CFO can be a powerful partner to the CEO and the technology leader. Um, So can you tell me a bit about your partnership with the leaders of Zendesk and and how you leverage the power of innovation with speed and still balance that with kind of the right cost objectives?
1: So the CFO can play a completely strategic role like we talked about at the very Mm -hmm. beginning. Uh, I think one key element of being that partner is really providing the context of where the company is and where it's going. Um, And so doing that requires you to have, at least for us, we have a very rigorous planning process that I enroll the entire leadership team in. Mm -hmm. And so as we're thinking about where we wanna be two, three years from now, we're thinking about the investment choices we're making today to get to that future destination. Uh, In terms of, Data and innovation. I think one thing we, we really value is understanding, well, where is that innovation coming? What are the things that we're doing that are simply keeping the lights on? And what are the things that are doing that we're doing to innovate for our customers and not necessarily what customers want today, but what they're going to want two years from now, three years from now. Uh, and that's that requires quite a bit of discipline because I get a lot of the, a lot of my peers are saying, well, I need this. I need to drive. Yeah, I need to close these deals tomorrow. Right. Uh, and I'm like, that's cute. I'm, I'm happy about that. But we also need to think about our long-term durable growth. Uh, right. So that that's tension. That's healthy tension, I think.
0: I agree. Never losing uh, sight of the long-term objective.
1: For sure. For sure. Objective. And balancing it with the short-term, too. It's, yep. it's both. Uh, and so I think that's one thing as a CFO, and I'm sure you get this, too, is really understanding the business in a way that, You know, you could be tomorrow the head of sales. You could be running product because you understand the business so well.
0: Fantastic. Great guidance for other CFOs. So I'm curious, what advice might you have for other finance leaders and other CFOs who are thinking about a relationship with AWS?
1: That's a good question. So I've had some experience with that, (laughs) uh, becoming a customer about three years ago. And I think one of the most important things that I would say is, um, just like if you want to have a partnership with a vendor, just, just invest in that relationship. I think one thing, one mistake we made, if I were to, to really go back is we did treat AWS a little bit like any other vendor. And in reality, we wanted a lot more than a vendor relationship, of course. I mean, we knew it was a strategic investment for us. Uh, and so once we started having deeper conversations, coming to this conference, uh, really having multiple touch points across the company, we started realizing, wait a second, we can unlock a lot more value and really understand uh, what we're doing. And, and really, to, honestly, I was able to understand how I can control my costs more, uh, but also I feel like there's so much more value I can unlock by you know having a relationship with Don, talking to you about mm-hmm. what, I'm, what I'm thinking about, what my new products are. And so if I didn't have those relationships, I think I would find myself um, not really realizing the full value
0: fantastic well we're so grateful to have zendesk as a a partner and a customer and i'm very grateful for you taking the time to to speak with me today
1: thanks for having me this has been fun
0: awesome